This is my tribe. 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 What's up? Welcome to the Tribe Night Messages podcast. Tribe Night is for students who are curious about faith and eager to discover how a relationship with Jesus could change their lives, their schools, and the heartland. For more information, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at cstone.students or text tribe to 94000. Hope you enjoy the message. excited to be here. Um, I guess I'm excited to be here. Destiny's excited to be here. What? You're not excited to be here? I like that you're here, so welcome. Um, I'm on the verge of losing my voice, so this is going to be great or it's going to be horrible. It's going to be something. So I'll go and I'll do the ministry moment. As Leighton said, it felt like Morgan was preaching to us, but it was a really good word. So when was the last time that you cracked open your Bible app? That's a real question. Thursday. Yesterday. Anyone crack it open this morning? There we go. There we go. Got some real Christians in the house. Anyone crack open a real Bible, like paper pages and that kind of stuff? All right? Those still exist. That's awesome. I have about 32 of those in my house. Um, Most of them are kind of decorations. That's kind of sad. Well, let's start tonight by saying something that's pretty obvious. Things change in our world. Things change constantly. Think about it. You probably don't listen to the same music now that you did when you were younger. Um, For me, my son loves listening to Baby Shark over and over and over again, um, and head, shoulders, knees, and toes, and the wheels on the bus go round and round, round and round, round and round, round and round. Think about it, you, your clothing that you wore in the fifth grade probably looks a little different than the clothing that you wore today. Can anyone agree with that? Fifth grade clothing looks a little different than the clothing you wore today. Or this, you look different than you did when you were a kid. Anyone look exactly the same as you did when you were a kid? Maddie. Maddie was a fourth grader that was, how tall are you, Maddie? Five, six? Your license lies. She's five, seven. 
She's six foot tall. So these things, there are things for us, for the most part, are expected. Some of these changes. No one expects to look the same way as they did in elementary school. But there are also changes that are unexpected that happen to us all the time. Changes that feel like they show up out of nowhere and unlike the expected changes of fashion trends or musical tastes, these type of changes can be a little more difficult to deal with. For example, maybe you've had a friendship that changed. There was a person who you were extremely close with and you trusted them with everything that you had, but something happened to you and something happened to them that shifted the dynamic of everything that was your friendship. And now you're not moving in the same direction and you don't know if the friendship will ever be the same. Or maybe for you, it was a group of friends that changed. You had a crew that you felt like you were a part of. You felt like you were in, and all of a sudden, you felt like you were out. Now you're dealing with the new normal of trying to make new friends and figure out what it looks like to navigate into a new friend group. Or maybe for you, you change locations. You move to a different neighborhood, a different town, or a different state, and now you're trying to figure out why did you move to Marion, Illinois that doesn't have a Chick-fil-A? Oh, that's just me. That was, that's a personal one. That's you too. You were born here, weren't you? You weren't? Yes, you were. I mean, you, even if you were born here, you can question why there's not a Chick-fil-A. Sophia, I will give you that. So unexpected changes have a way of disrupting our lives. And that's what we're going to talk about tonight. There are so many possibilities of unexpected changes that life can throw our way. An injury or a sickness or a health challenge, unexpected financial challenges, getting cut from the team or failing a class. Like the famous philosopher says, changes, they might drive you half insane. It doesn't matter how old you are, how much money you have, where you live, if you're famous or not, unexpected changes affect all of us. And because of that, we need, to sent, we need a sense of stability in our lives. We all want something that stays the same no matter what is happening around us. Some place, some person, or some group that we know will be there for us when nothing else feels secure. For many of us, we've always considered family to be that thing for us. So we've been traveling through this series in the first two weeks. Morgan talked about how family dynamics are important. But I don't want to just assume that everyone in the room thinks that their family is the perfect family or that your family is what you consider to be something that's a secure place. But for all of us, there's the idea, either from our own experience or a belief that we have that family should be constant. Even if it's not, we expect it to be. Even if it's because we watch these sitcoms on TV where the mom, the dad, and the family are doing great, or if it's 
you seeing your friends' families hanging out and eating dinner together? That's awkward. Hi, Mariah. You told me to be quiet, but then I was thrown off. Anyways, um, one of our major hopes for Tribe is that we create this family feel, that even if your actual family is not exactly what you expect it to be, that when you walk into tribe on a Sunday night that you feel belong, you feel like you are wanted and you know that you belong here. So when change happens in family, it can be much more difficult to deal with. And maybe you've experienced this. Maybe your parents got divorced. You thought your parents would be together forever and there didn't seem to be anything wrong, but all of a sudden they split up. Maybe you had a parent pass away whether it was expected because of an illness or totally unexpected, there's no preparing for that kind of loss. Maybe it was something smaller, like one of your parents got a new job and you had to move to a new neighborhood or you had to move to a new city, and now the routine of seeing your mom and dad has completely changed. Maybe you got a new addition to the family with a new baby, a brother or sister, the way you feel like you're treated in the family is different. Sure, everyone still loves you, but you're no longer getting all the attention. Or maybe one of your siblings went away to college. You're happy for them. And honestly, there's more peace in your house without them around. But if you were to be truthful, it has changed your family dynamics. You actually miss the normalcy of fighting over the bathroom, sharing clothes with them, and the way that your older siblings held things together. No matter what our experience with change is, something about it, no matter what our experience is with change, something about it happening in our families makes it more difficult. So the question is, if avoiding change isn't possible, how do we get better at handling it. If avoiding change isn't possible, how do we get better at handling it? Is there a way to navigate change in our family so that it doesn't cause us to become bitter or cynical? How can we be best prepared for the inevitable changes that happen in a family? When you look at the Bible, you might be surprised to see that there's a lot of writers who were helpful in helping us navigate dealing with change. In fact, the writer of the Old Testament book, Ecclesiastes, who many people believe was King Solomon, had a lot to say about change. Solomon was an ancient king in Israel, and God blessed him with incredible wisdom. He is commonly referred to as the most wise person that's ever lived. And you may be thinking to yourself, I'm glad that an ancient king from a place that I've never been to was wise, but what does this have to do with me and change that's happening in my family. And I'm glad you asked. In this passage we're going to look at tonight, Solomon is writing about some things he's observed in his lifetime. And that includes change. So let's check it out. It says, there's a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. A time to be born and a time to die a time to plant and a time to uproot, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, 
a time to scatter stones and a time to gather them, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to search and a time to give up, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a time to mend, a time to be silent and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. You see, it's a very poetic way that Solomon said basically this, everyone get ready, change is coming. It is going to happen. Nothing stays constant forever. The things you're experiencing today will look different tomorrow. This is the world that we live in, so we might as well get used to it. I don't think that anyone started 2020 thinking that our entire world was going to be flipped upside down and we were going to go into this quarantine season and a stay-at-home season and now a digital school season and now some of you are going back to school five days a week. Nothing stays constant. The things that you're experiencing today will look different tomorrow. In some ways, this seems kind of depressing. I would love to hear that there's a way that I can make change less painful or even better if there was a way that I could keep change from happening altogether. But that's not what Solomon is saying. In fact, he's saying the exact opposite. He's letting us know that everything will change at some point or another. It's inevitable. But the truth is that when we know things will change, both in our families and in the world around us, we can be prepared to deal with it. Instead of fighting change, and pretending like things will always stay the same, we can open our hands and give up control. You see, God is fully aware of everything that changes in our lives. He knows that good and bad will show up in our lives, and neither will last forever. But in this life of constant change, God also makes a promise to us. And unfortunately, the promise isn't that he's going to make all the difficulty go away. In the book of Isaiah, we learn about a message that God has for his people. Not everyone agrees on when Isaiah was written, but most people believe that it was written during a time of trouble for Israel. They were, in other, they were either in captivity to Babylon or coming out of the exile in Babylon. In other words, their world was falling apart. They had been forced to leave their homes. Their world was falling apart. They were in a hostile way of living. Everything that felt safe, secure, and stable all of a sudden wasn't. In the midst of that, this is what God said to his people. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. Imagine the comfort that must have been brought to the people that were hearing that for the first time. With everything around them changing, God wasn't changing. The same is true for us. In every single moment and season of change, including family change, God will be with us. He is walking through the difficulty with us. We are never alone. And I don't know about you, but that statement in and of itself is something that I find extremely powerful, especially if you're a Christian. If you're a Christian, you never have to beg God to be with you because the Bible says that God is already with you. 
God is never caught off guard by the change that is happening in our lives. And if he was, and if he had promised to be with us, then that must be exactly what we needed to hear. You see, we can't control the people in our families. And as much as we want our families to be stable and consistent, it doesn't always happen that way. So since we can't stop change and we can't control people, what can we do? Well, we can start by focusing on our mindset, thinking, our attitude, and perspective. We can change the way that we look at change. Think of it this way. When your family changes, your mindset matters. When your family changes, your mindset matters. When someone in your family moves out, your mindset matters. When someone moves in, your mindset matters. You can't control the external circumstances, but you can work on your attitude and your perspective. You can remember that God is with you even when they're not. And here's a few steps that will help all of us work on this perspective. The first one is to understand that change will happen. Change will happen. This is why the passage in Ecclesiastes we talked about earlier is so powerful. There's a time for everything. Change is bound to happen. Understanding that doesn't make change easy to, ha- easy to handle, but at least now we know that it's a reality of life that everyone deals with. Most of you are going to leave Marion and go to school somewhere else at some point. Maybe. Change is going to happen but how are you going to deal with it when it does happen? Number two is know that God is with you. Like it says in Isaiah, whether you pass through the waters or walk through the fire, God will not leave you. And whatever change you face in your family, he will be right there with you, helping you and comforting you. And number three is this. Trust that God can use the change to change you. God can use our time of transition and adjustment to grow us in a way we may have never expected. God can do something in and through our time of change, but we have to think long-term. However bad it feels right now, it won't feel this way forever. When we have a long-term view of everything that's going on in our lives, we know there's something after this. We just might not see it yet. God isn't done working. And if we can begin to see change this way, we can embrace it as something that we can take somewhere good. Change has the potential to be something that causes us to grow, to mature, and become more of who God destined us to be. Without question, change is difficult. A new season, a new house, a new town, a new stepmom, a new normal. Whatever it is, it's not easy, especially when it comes to family. Just know that you're not alone. You're not the only one dealing with change. Like Solomon said, it's bound to hit all of us. You're not alone because God is like, God is with you. And you're not alone because you have a small group to talk to about this. That's why we believe in small groups here at Cornerstone and at Tribe Night, and you're going to get to hear a little bit more about that in the coming weeks. If you don't remember anything else from tonight's message, just remember this. When your family changes, your mindset matters. 
So let's ask God for strength and grace to help us get our mindsets in the right place. Let me pray for you. God, I just thank you for tonight. I thank you for the challenge of seeing our families in a different light. God, I thank you also that you tell us that you will never leave us or forsake us, that we are never alone. I also love the reminder that Solomon gives us that there's a reason for everything under the sun and that things are going to change and there's a time and a season for everything. Help us to embrace the seasons that we're in, whether it's a great season and we're thriving or whether it's a challenging season and we're trying to figure out why you have us going through this. God, I thank you for my friends that are in this room. I pray that as we continue through the night that you'll keep us safe, that you'll let us have lots of fun. And it's in Jesus' name that I pray. Amen.